You've tuned into the Grassroots Gardening Podcast, which is a gardening entertainment show inside the UK where we talk about how it is to run and operate a gardening business. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes it's just us. Either way, we hope to keep you company while you're on your grassroots journey. Welcome back to another episode. We are in a period of creating lots and lots of new content ready for the spring season and the summer season. And we're not quite ready to, not reveal it, but we're not quite ready yeah. for that to go ahead. So we thought we'd just do an episode where we just have a bit of a general chat between me and Mike and talk about some specific subjects, but not really much of a plan with this episode. Um, and we thought we'd see how it goes, see if you guys like it. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just going to... Uh, yeah, it's going to freeball this one. Bit of a different one, mm. uh, which is actually something that we had in the plan, but yeah, haven't really ever needed <laughs> to pull on it because there was so much to talk about, and there is lots and lots coming. Yeah, you know, we're not going anywhere, um, but yeah, just kind of thought we'd have a bit of a bit of a catch up. So we yeah. have recently done a project together. Yes, which yep. was. Your project, Mike, and I, yes. uh, and Tom helped you out to explain to the people what we were doing and why. Yes, it's probably my my biggest project so far, really, in this uh, in this journey, um, which was a uh, one that neither of us have really done before, um, which was an artificial grass installation, um, for a new customer, and um, rang me up, did the quote, got quite accepted. And then um, we just got to it, didn't we? It's it went yeah. fairly smoothly. There was a, a few bits and pieces which changed along the way, but we got it. Yeah, got it done. Got it in. And you know what? It looks really good. I'm really happy with the quality of it. Um, I've been back to do some other little bits and pieces around the garden since. And um, yeah, not everyone likes artificial grass, but in certain applications we turned this old lady's bog of a garden to horses for dogs that just made a nightmare into a yeah for, for context on horses for dogs there was some sort of mad thing that was about six foot when it stood on, your, stood on its hind legs and uh and a scottish deerhound which was very strong very big yeah um and uh, the lad I work with here around, Tom, doesn't like dogs. Walked into that garden fresh on a fresh <laughs> North Yorkshire Monday misty morning to be greeted by, yeah, a Scottish deerhound, which um, for those of you who've not seen them, they're a, they're a small Irish wolfhound. And yeah, it was, um, but they, are, they tend to be, from my experience, and I've seen a few, they do tend to be quite nice natured, so... I gave it a stroke. Tom thought I was mad. Woman, woman seemed to quite like it. But I didn't run a mile, but anyway, um, <laughs> there was quite a few. Um, I think there was a few periods in that where, if I cast my mind back to earlier bigger projects that I'd done, I think there was a few moments where it could have gone south. Yeah, and I think. We stopped it because there were the, you know, because of the, the decent price it was done at, you know, yeah. the, ex- 
experience and you know we kind of but you could understand why somebody in that role would have really tripped over themselves yeah at that at that point and it was yeah it was an interesting experience um but no it was good um learned a few things um still don't like artificial grass um i didn't understand this scenario yeah yeah it was probably the best thing um but yeah still not overly keen but it does look it looks better the point was turfing it i mean these yeah dogs paws were massive and it was heavy and they were jumpy so it yeah, was quite shaded just... shaded yeah smallish garden yeah. yeah the dogs were basically rotating it every time they went out to do the business weren't they so yeah it's it needed something very solid underfoot which is what we did is what we gave them um but yeah yeah i think it went well interesting to work with you again i've done that for a while you of course <laughs> joined us on my very first job my yeah. first actual job um but that um was it my no it wasn't really my job to be fair with james's um yeah. but yeah he joined us for a couple of evenings so yeah, it's gone full circle and yeah we're doing some turfing in a few weeks as well together so that's mm, it's nice yeah. isn't it yeah got a friend um but yeah <laughs> the um yeah it's interesting yeah it was good it was uh would i recommend it yeah probably um i probably from what we've done because of the standard of the results i would I'm not going to advertise for it because I'm not overly keen on it, but <coughs> I certainly wouldn't turn an inquiry down, whereas I probably would have done before because I feel like um gained more than sufficient knowledge yeah. through the I research. Think, and, 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 and the trick, Yeah, I think the trick with the artificial grass is getting a good quality grass. Because and just, yes, and edges. Um, yeah, yeah. Since doing that job, got some samples from that company yeah of all different sort of grades of grass and i won't go for any less than what we went for because the others are not brilliant right like quality wise compared to the the sort of premium one that we went for mm. they're a lot a lot thinner shorter i suppose they've got the uses but yeah, stick to the, the premium, expensive stuff. Yeah, and with that company, I don't know, what was the company called? Uh, it's the Grass Warehouse, I think. Yeah, it delivered it in one piece as well, which, yes. although it was very, very heavy, caused me to graze the side of my ear multiple times carrying it in. It was actually, it delivered a much nicer result than having to stick yeah. two bits together. There was no seams or anything like that. I don't know you can get around from it looking like that, but the fact it's one piece does just reassure you that in years to come. Yeah, well, that, that right. was one of the things with the project. I wanted to do it all in one piece because of the dogs. I didn't want yeah. them risk of tearing it up or anything. Yeah. So obviously we're starting the, not the season, but we're starting the long care season. Um, gardening, if you can, is 12 months. Um, but there is certain... There's definitely a demand around spring, and I um, have uh, <clears throat> lost a um, customer that has like a couple of student rentals and stuff. I think he's packing up, didn't go into the specifics yeah. of it. Not really that bothered. And not student rentals, sorry, Airbnbs. Um, <clears throat> so they haven't returned from last year, which um, 
was a bit of a strange one because I just kind of assumed that all of those guys that were running stuff would, you know, like Airbnb, student accommodation, yeah. stuff like that would just come back. Anyway, didn't go into the reasons why, but stuff happens for people. And um, it just reminded me of the very, very first time that I got an inquiry for, from an Airbnb company man yeah i don't really know what it was i think it was a, i think it was a company and i had just started i think just started doing lawn care as a, a lawn mowing as a um as a profession and <clears throat> so still part-time and he um he called me and i was like oh got a phone call for a bloke that has uh, i think it was three houses three houses that you want him to do on a fortnightly basis. Now, when you're part-time, a call with three houses, it's all within mm. a decent route. Good inquiry of that. And I was buzzing, you know, like, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, well, chuffed for this. I wouldn't be that bothered now, but then I was. Um, and, uh, yeah, I went around, priced it up, met the guy. And I've worked in customer service a long time. So I can pick up on certain signals and, yeah. you know, I like to think I'm pretty emotionally intelligent with certain stuff. And I did get a vibe that this person might not be the nicest of people. Um, just from, like, bits I picked up. But anyway, I didn't, I didn't care because I'll start my business. I don't care who I work for. Money's um, money. <laughs> I just wanted activity. I'll be totally blatantly, blatantly transparent with everybody. I just wanted activity. I wanted movement. I wanted sales. I wanted something to cut. Um, and that's what he gave me. He gave me three properties. Yeah. I think he had a lot more. I All think right. he had upwards of 20. Um, but City Centre of York, not all of them will have. Yeah outdoor space that needs tending to on a regular basis, maybe an annual basis, I don't really know. Um, but we discussed these three, and then he kind of handed them off to me to maintain. You know, fair enough. Um, and he just wanted more and more and more, and I'd priced just long yeah. mowing. That was what went in with and then he discussed doing the hedges at some point and you know like I wasn't clear enough in my quoting or estimates and stuff because I wanted the job I wanted to be custom service I wanted to you know I wanted to win it and you know deliver on it because you know there could be some pretty good winter work if you've got some places with shrubs and stuff as well and you know everything's such a big deal at that point you know he would have He'd put, what, well, that's probably on maybe 20 customers at that point in terms of regular stuff. So yeah. that's like a 15% gain in yeah. revenue and customers and stuff. So I was like, oh, bang, I just wanted it. Um, you know, I was gonna, as long as it was within a price, I didn't really kind of, the right kind of profitability, I didn't really care for a bit. And then I, um, I had a bit of a... Um, not a do with him, but there was a um, there was a hedge next door, 
and it was like and it was a hawthorn hedge and it was starting to kind of peek over the fence and he was like could you give it a trim text me could you give it a trim i said yeah absolutely fine and then he said something like um something really like a bit brutal to be fair it was a bit like um i can't believe you didn't notice it type oh. thing yeah it was real like out of the blue anyway i, I was i was I was in a bit of a bad mood and um I just I just didn't reply. I was like, I'll like stuff him. I'll just whip it off, level with the fence. Ha- you know, happy days. Get a text from him the weekend after, Sunday afternoon. Blazing hot sunshine, out there with the family, paddling pool out, beers, barbecue, having a great time. Mr. Airbnb texts me. And he's like, um, I asked you to cut this hedge, sent a picture of it, and I was like, well, it has been cut, like, here's the picture you sent me last week, and here's the picture now, <laughs> it's been cut, like, what do you want to do, and he was like, and he rings me, and he's like, no, I want you to get on the fence, and level it off, I was like, do you want me to wave the hedge cutters into the next door's garden, he was like, yeah, I've cleared it with them. And I was thinking, you haven't. You just want me to do yeah. your, your dirty work. So I was like, all right, when I next go around, I'll have, I'll have a look. So went not not ne- not next door when I went around next, and they um, they didn't answer, but you could kind of see down the alleyway the hedge. Yeah. So I kind of looked while I was on the front. I didn't really. I didn't go off the front drive. Um, I could see it, and I was like, oh, a nest. Great. Uh, Lovely little chicks. Well, you know, it was like country father. It was pretty great. Um, so I messaged him, and I was like, look, not happening. They're not in, and there's a nest in it. Anyway, it rings me on Monday morning, and he's like, and he just starts, like, going off on one. And he oh. was like, there's some brambles that you haven't done. Um, there's some weeds on the patio on the driveway and then he goes like um, and the weeds at number 30 like Wilmslow Grove or whatever it was was like they're, they're almost knee high and I'm like oh, I didn't even know we owned that house I've never been like this house number 4 that I don't know about <laughs> and I was like hang on a second so I rang him and I was like look this is the price for Lava if you want me to do full maintenance, I'll do full maintenance, not a problem, but I'm going to need to requote it. Anyway, he started banging on about lack of communication and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, do you know what? I'm going to be pretty humble here. I'm going to, like, I'm perfectly honest with you. I maybe didn't quote it quite right in the first place or ask the right questions to get out the right answers. However, like, what you're asking me for that price is unreasonable. And he was like, oh, well, if it's all about price, then maybe maybe we should just part ways. And, like, the phone just went silent for, like, what felt like ten minutes. It was probably <laughs> three seconds. <laughs> That's just how you remember things. But, like, I remember in this thing, and I was like, I was like I'm going to lose those three houses. And then, like, my logical side was just, like, I stuff him, he's an idiot, like, 
It's it's yeah. not. This is not a good place to be. And it just went silent. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. And anyway, because it went silent and it went awkward, he just hung up. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh. So anyway, I was like, after I just kind of froze, because I didn't really know what to say, because I was like, like right now, I'd have just been like, first message, I'd have just been like, find somebody else, not interested. Like, I've gone from being not like a sensitive little, bring you back to gardening flower, but not, because I was, you know, I was like. It's it's been the cautious of you profits. I've got a bit Yeah. I've got a bit of a, I had a bit of a reputation for being, you know, I'd have tough conversations with people. You know, nobody would ever. That's not the words at all that people said. It was just, <laughs> um, you know, I, I quite happily have challenging conversations with people if they needed it. Um, but for some reason in this situation, I was just like, I think it was just because I was like a new starter again in this like yeah. new world. I just put myself into this different, like, different position but yeah, anyway the phone went dead and uh, he hung up her. and then i remember thinking as he just sacked me did i quit <laughs> what, what, what has happened here i was like i've got three keys to airbnbs and all the passwords and like all the random stuff and i'm like i don't know what i'm doing here like what is going on so i just I just messaged him and I was like, um, sorry, I think the phone might have cut off. Um, <laughs> what were we going to say? Oh, I'm sorry, mate, I froze. I didn't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not. So, um, yeah, I uh, yeah, just gave him his keys back and kind of parted ways. I gave him a couple of, like, Yeah, I gave him a couple of home truths. What maybe wasn't the most mature thing or business thing to yeah. do. Um, I basically suggested that he treated the next person a bit better than he treated me. Oh. Um, so hopefully that person's done really well. But I mean, yeah. to be honest, like there was no way in a matter of weeks later I'd have tolerated any of that anyway. I mean, I was I was starting to not tolerate it by refusing to do certain yeah. stuff. Anyway, like kill baby birds, which is a perfectly reasonable thing to do. But yeah, yeah anyway, back to, back to the story. Like, I was like, I was angry. Like, I was annoyed. He didn't, he'd ups, not upset me, but I, I, I was annoyed. Like, you know, called him nothing. Like, I didn't go off the rails and start drinking and end up on a viaduct. But like, <laughs> I was like, I was annoyed. And, I just remember thinking, like, hang on a second, you are the master of being able to, like, at, at your other job, at being able to, like, flip and, like, yeah. get the emotion out of things, educate people. And I was like, you are acting like a child that's, like, someone's broken his train set. And I'm like, <laughs> how can I go into work on, work on Monday morning and, like, educate these young people into, like being really professional at customer service when you've just been unprofessional yourself you've been a terrible communicator you've kind of started to let somebody walk all over you like and then 
The next day, in a different building, same person, different building, is just completely different. And I was like, it goes back to that, like, unconscious competence thing. Yeah. Because I wasn't unconsciously competent. I was just borderline competent. You know, I knew what yeah. I was doing. The work was fine. You know, I had all the right tools and, you know, as much as I had at the time, a vehicle, all that kind of stuff. I was a legitimate business insurance. I didn't catch that bit of communication, though. That was the bit that I missed. Yeah. And then I went totally the opposite way and I started, like, over-communicating stuff. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, being really, really specific with jobs. Like, yeah. we'd go and do a clean-up, and I'd be like, do you want this bit doing? How do you want it doing? What height do you want these to? And these people were just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's a what bush? And I was like, all right, so maybe that's too far. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you, you learn and you develop and you, yeah. you know. Because um, I did spend a long time, because I didn't do any landscaping. Back then, it was all just, like, shrubs, yeah. grass, stuff like that. So, obviously, naturally, and I didn't, I didn't really like doing clearances. Right. Never have done. Don't even, don't even do them now. Um, somebody somebody texted me for clearance the other day, and I was like, "Nah, you have to <laughs> find someone else for that. It's not not for me." And they were like, "Oh, I thought you were I thought you did gardening." I do, just not that. <laughs> like, it's fine. Um, I just don't like doing clearances. I don't like doing overgrown walls. I don't like doing clearances. And I don't like doing artificial grass. No, no, I don't. I don't like doing that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it was, um, yeah, and it, it just, it was just, I, I've done a bit of driving today, so I've had a bit of thinking time, and it was, and obviously then the Airbnb other guy, and how I've just kind of, he just gone, oh, I don't really, don't really need you this year, thanks very much, mate, and I'm like, no worries, mate, like, not bothered about the detail, thanks for your business, see you later, you know, like, um, and then I got off the phone, I remember thinking, that's a really, really good exit transaction interaction sorry so yeah like you know we've left it in a really good place if he ever does anything again i'm sure he'd ring me or if he wants annual yeah. annual stuff he'd ring me he'd recommend me great perfect way to end it rather than a, a 10 minute silence <laughs> and then the other guy just has to has to hang up yeah so yeah a, yeah but i still look back on that and like it still hurts a little bit, and I don't really know why. <laughs> like, because I'm completely not the... You know me really well. I'm yeah. not the type of character that dwells on stuff. No. But just, like, thinking about that, like, that man's face just annoys me. And it's... Yeah, it really is. Um, I think it was probably one of the first times I'd had a bit of a run-in in this industry with a customer. Yeah. And I think it's just the early days thing where, like... It occupied like what fifteen percent of my entire customer base. Like it was just such a big thing that I think it just sticks in my mind a little bit. I mean, don't worry, I haven't thought about it for years. It was only when that came back and I was <laughs> going up the M sixty two, just having a bit of a few minutes that that just came back into my mind. But yeah, real, real um, interesting thought. Not the worst customer I've ever had, but certainly. The most obnoxious. Yeah, sounds it. Horrible, horrible man. Um, and I'll, I'll go through the triggers when I first met him. 
that made me think. And, and that's the annoying thing. Like, I picked up on this stuff, but I did nothing about it. Hindsight. It, yeah. Well, it's not even hindsight, because I knew it at the time. And I kind of knew that it was a bit of a... I knew that I didn't really like him. But what he was offering was what I wanted. Yes. And it was like... I don't know. Probably... I did the right thing, because actually, I've got all that learning experience. I've gained a great, well, not great, an average to good story for the podcast. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so some of the triggers. He owned a BMW. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, he, um, he, we went round in cars to these locations. So I was in my van, he was in a car. Obviously, when you meet somebody, like, you know, you shake hands or you fist bump or whatever you do nowadays, COVID, pre-COVID, and you, you know, you greet them. You know, you like to think that you, you're presentable. Yeah. Your clothes are not clean, but you at least make it look like you've made some sort of an effort. Yeah. You basically turned up in PJs and oh, bed around. So, oh, like... Difficult yeah, to... so, like... Keep up. It was like a 30, and he was going like 45. And I was like, and I was remember thinking, like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a prude. I don't agree particularly with speeding, but, like, if you're making a first impression on someone and they're following you, like, don't go half 50% above the speed limit. Like... <laughs> I just remember it, and and there was like little things like that that I just picked up on. That I was just like, and then he was bitching, sorry, moaning about the previous person. Big trigger. But, yeah, that, that now. that's a Instantly. big flag, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I just dismiss that now. Whenever, whenever doing something, if if they're a little bit nitpicky, like, um, and it's like. A really small thing. I'll probably just own up to doing the same thing. So, like, I had a really funny interaction with a lady um, last year. She's like, <sighs> pre. I said, uh, I said, oh, what happened to the previous, previous person? And she was like, oh, well, whenever I wanted him to do anything, he was, um, he was always busy doing other things. And I was like, huh. what do you mean? <laughs> like, why well, didn't turn up to do the lawn and stuff? So oh, no, I turned up every couple of weeks to the lawn, but like if I wanted to do the hedges or something, it just like it just keep putting it off and off and off and off and off. And I was like, well, to be honest, I'll do that if you don't book it in properly and you don't book it in advance. She was like, yeah. oh. And I was like, I'll just keep bumping it if you don't book it in advance because stuff happens. Like you tell me you want your hedges doing annually, I will book you a date in November, December, and I will yeah. stick to it one hundred percent. But if you just ring me whenever you see two like yeah. little bits of new growth flapping in the wind yeah i'll probably just say i'm busy now man like or i'll get to it when i get to it or something like that but if you let me know in advance 100 percent early bird catches the worm and she was like oh right and i was like so yeah i'll do it i'll do exactly the same thing are we carrying on are we and she was like oh right oh, okay um and then she just carried on talking i was like oh, that's fine got away with that but it was just Really early doors setting expectations. Yes, and it's that it's whole important. like yeah, it's that whole um, what do they call it under 
um, under promise over deliver. Yeah, I'm like a master at that. Like now, we like, I set my expectations really low at the start, and it's a really interesting thing, like, really low, because if I start to say I'll be there at four o'clock on a Tuesday, I will miss that appointment. Yeah, like four times a year. Then I've got all of a sudden I'm unreliable. When actually I'm not unreliable, I've backed myself into a stupid corner that I couldn't deliver yeah. because stuff happened, you know. Apart from the fact that like stuff happens in this business a lot, like the weather and <laughs> like the season and like the equipment, the employees if you've got them, your own potential sickness issues at home, like stuff happens and it happens a lot yeah. you know i was talking to um dan at hubscape a few weeks yeah. ago about this and how scheduling is so important for this industry because it is just like you know um i can't remember what the term was but basically like it's going to rain plan for it it's yeah. always going to rain um, and there's a profound saying that um, Dave Ramsey said that I can't quite remember, but yeah, it's going to rain. And I thought that was quite an interesting insight. And it, it, it stuff is going to happen. So yeah, I set the expectations really low. And if they're cool with that, then that means that I can deliver my normal service. And actually, yep. they've got a little bit of flex if stuff does go wrong. Like, I try and stick to a day. But when I set out the schedule, I give them two days. So, like, if I'm due on a Thursday somewhere, I'll say yeah. um, either Wednesday, Thursday, if it's in the morning. So, if it's a.m. Thursday, I'll say Wednesday, Thursday. If it's p.m. Thursday, I'll say Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And it allows me to push forward, pull back. Also, then I've got two days to get it delivered. I've got two days then where I don't even need to message. Yes. So it's actually, if it's Wednesday and then I don't get it done on Thursday, I don't have to message till Thursday night to apologise it's going to be Friday. Whereas if it was Wednesday, I'd have to apologise on Thursday and then I'd also have to apologise again on Friday. Like, it's, and it's just these little things that you learn anyway. I'm not talking about how great my scheduling because it's not. Um, but yeah, I do set my expectations really, really low. Interesting <laughs> one. Um, you're you've dropped a day, two days, two no, well, you dropped another two days. No, I've dropped so you dropped from, from April, I've dropped two days, right. Oh, right, so okay. Saturdays oh, before, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm with you now. Very good. <laughs> yeah, how's so that, that's... How's that, how's that building? Um, the diary, so at the moment we're recording this back end of February. So the diary for next month with um, Baby Jubin Month, um, I'm booked up until the 11th and then absolutely mm -hmm. nothing after that. Um, until April 1st, and then we're looking like we're pretty pretty full for April, to be fair. 
Mm-hmm. I've left left a bit of room for quoting um, and a few bits I want to do to the new van, which I'll get onto in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're, we're looking like we're filling up, to be fair. Good. So we'll see Good. what this year's like, I and then it'll... next year we'll be in with both feet, I think. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a... I think a few people have started worried about what this year is going to bring financially, but um, I think we'll we'll have all forgotten about that by the end of spring. Yes, I think um, how it affects winter does that. Yeah, after that, yeah, cost of crisis winter. Like, I mean, the only thing that's really gone for us is been a really mild winter in the UK. Yeah, um, you know, the last few weeks have been really nice. I mean, we've got non-stop rain scheduled for the next few days, but yeah. um, you're not really going to escape outside of that. Um, but oh, that's good then. You no, remember, so it's um, looking... It's progressing. The business is progressing. Yeah. Getting more time into it. Because the, the idea with dropping two days is that... Um, I know you've spoken about this briefly, but the idea was that if I can fill three days, that when I go full-time, that's three out of five days filled, hypothetically, where I think I'm probably going to take your advice and use Saturdays rather than another day to book working as overflow and small jobs and just take time with family. I think that's the the sensible idea. I think that's what most, most people in most trades do. A lot do work Saturdays. Um, yeah, a lot work Saturdays. I like. I don't do that many, to be honest. I'm not that bothered about it, um, and I'm normally pretty, normally pretty done by Friday. Um, but I do, I do a few, especially if we've got big projects. And I did a lot last year when we delivered the um, the one at the, the the big adventure park. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people will work Saturdays in like high peak like yeah. spring and and maybe fall 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 like autumn um and i think the um but i think if you don't schedule stuff into saturday and leave as a flex it allows you to be a little bit more kind of loose with you're not dependent on it yes. so like you're not yeah. like oh i'm, I'm only x amount of thousand this week because of turning over X amount of thousand, yeah, um, and you're not including Saturday on that, those num that that schedule and that you're not dependent on that money. You're not real, you haven't adjusted the business to deal with that yeah. amount of money. And I think if you leave it flex, then you've got a little bit more money for you know investments, fund, whatever, yeah. um, you know whatever you want to do with it. And then you can, I kind of think of it as Saturdays as a bit of a tap. Need yeah. some more money. Got a little bit Turn of ambition. Yeah. Turn it on. Absolutely shattered. Can't bother anymore. Why am I yeah. a gardener? Turn it off. Yeah. No, I think a... that's the way it should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like to do it Fridays, but there's only so many days of the week. But that's that's what I do <laughs> on Saturday. I do it every day. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm sure there are people out there going, I do that on a Friday. Yeah, well... <laughs> investments Um, let's let's talk about investments briefly 
I've made well, some I, investments. I can't. All I've done, all I've bought all year is two, two Wolfgarten trowels, and it was specifically <laughs> for a job, and I got them on clearance. Um, that's all, I, all I've bought. I've not had. I've not had a minute to go shopping. To be honest, yeah. I was going to go to the ego tester. Didn't go. I was going to go to BTME. Didn't go. Like I've been, I've been busy, busy and yeah. like, and I'm now booked. Pretty much odd day until middle of May. Good, and, good going on that. Yeah. Well, it, it's not. It's cheating because I do I do mowing. So like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like every other week is already booked. Yeah. And then like I've booked in. Like I've got uh, I've got a landscape gig design to do. Hey, look at me getting Oof. my burkill on. Um. And um, yeah, and like I've got a couple of turfing jobs to do, and like yeah, it's just when you start to book two, two, three day things in, like yeah, just chomps the week. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, so what 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 have you got? Because I've talked about my two trials. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we mentioned it on. On here yet, but I managed to um, blow up my van on the A1. So, I, don't I don't know if we touched on here, but I've, no. I've laughed at you in private. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the, at... the, the the mechanic. Yeah, the mechanic, the mechanic. blew his yeah. blew his van up. So I've got a nice, nice, shiny new van. Well, it's not with a big scratch down it already, but we won't talk about that. Um, yeah, so I've got that to that to sort out. That needs all racking and. Space is put in for uh, for all my new ego equipment. Mm, you've gone, you've gone full ego. Gone full ego, like multi tool. In fact, you've gone, you've got more ego than I have. Um, yeah, multi tool. Your ego is your ego is bigger than mine. Eh? <laughs> Sorry, I won't come out of. Um, you've, got mower, then, you've got mower. Uh, yeah, you've got mower. Yeah, that was that. That was the latest purchase: the the mower and the blower, the LM. I'm going to mess this up. LM two one three five E SP something like that. The I'm 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 dyslexic, so yeah. um, the those those numbers have just gone. It's the it's the big <laughs> fifty two centimeter, yeah, fifty two centimeter ego. Um, yeah, no, I'm yeah with it. From from what I've I've not it's not touched any grass yet. Um. <laughs> Right. Okay. No <laughs> um, well, rush, Mike. I think that I think the most most it's been moved is um, when I brought it down to see you when I was sorting your van brakes out. But when I pushed it up the cul-de-sac. When you push it pushed it up and down the cul-de-sac, I think that's the most. Put it moved. at full speed. Full speed. Yeah. Went up. Went up and down the cul-de-sac twice. And and ran up and down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got um, a blower as well. One of the. I got one of the lower end blowers to be fair for just blowing grass. Um tempted by a backpack blower, but I'll see how that one does me. But yeah, that's that's the latest thing, full battery. Full battery. So you've got more batteries than I have now, haven't you? I think you got five. Uh, yeah, I've not got mm, I've got two and a half. I've got a Four, a five, and a seven and a half. So yeah, four. 
just to interject, we were talking yeah. earlier about if offline about the fact that I've switched my business bank account. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we were talking about that and how yeah, I yeah. have to keep the old bank account because I've just yeah I've just sent my missus to the shops and um <laughs> with a card that just doesn't work has no money on it and <laughs> yeah she was a bit she was a bit fuming to be honest um. I've just literally had, while we've been live on air, on air, <laughs> who do I think I am? Now, while we were live, I've just had a payment come through from a customer and I haven't worked for them for three months. I sent them it, I sent it on a new CRM with the new bank details attached and a big warning. We now have new payment details. You just put it in the old account. Huh. <laughs> like, it's going to be so difficult. I'm going to need to run them side by side for ages. Yeah. I think it's um, just keep it open for a while and just it's worth the switch and yeah that's what i keep telling myself um sorry you and eager you and full eager um yeah I, I don't have that many batteries i don't think you believe need that many batteries if you're not going to use the mower or the blower yes because they're the thirsty things aren't they and yeah well, i've used I the have... blower and yeah. that ripped through a few batteries yeah, I had a little um, still well, yeah. BGA 57, I think it was. Couldn't hear it numbers. I think it was a B. Ooh. No, it said 57 on it. Um, anyway, it was just like a little kind of grass one and for blowing out little garden beds and stuff. A bit like the size of yours, but like yeah, wimpier. Um, wimpier. And it was fine for what it did. It was, just, it was just for blowing out garden beds and stuff. And I kind of thought that's a little bit overkill, so... Uh, when I switched from still to ego, I fogged it. And um, that, I could run a strimmer all day on one of those batteries. Yeah. I could run a blower for about 20 minutes. It just, yeah. and I think that was particularly bad. Um, but I mean, I can run, I can run my strimmer pretty much all day on about seven amp. That's not Something bad. Like that. I mean, not constantly on, but jumping in and out and yeah, edging yeah. and, um, whereas I don't think you could run a blower for that long and all that. Yeah, I think the the plan is throughout the year, I'm just going to keep an eye on Facebook Marketplace and places just for the odd bargain battery. Um, but I'm yeah. going to set, the, set them up in the van, put an inverter in the van and set them up with both fast chargers that I've got um, mm-hmm. in the van to charge on the go. So as soon as I'm done... Take the battery out on a fast charger. Next job, use the other two batteries. Leave the van running. Have you have you seen anyone do that on? Not with Ego stuff. Like YouTube, I, I haven't either. Not with Ego stuff. I've seen the Crest van. Yeah, but um, it's fairly but, straightforward. You just need the right power inverter. It's I mean, being a mechanic, it's all stuff that I've done before, so that doesn't yeah. doesn't worry me. Um, the charge. How do you stop the, it? Take How do you stop it for those that aren't as aren't as twelve volt savvy as you or I? How would you? Because there'd be a lot of people listening that wouldn't really have a yeah a background or the be a little bit worried about doing that. You know, turning the van into a blazing inferno and all that. What <laughs> um, what would you? What do you need to do to to? rig something like that up um, there's so a lot those, of batteries out there 
And that's one of the biggest worries, yes. running out of battery halfway through. Um, so I'm going to do a, a video, when I get it set up, I'm going to do a, a video on YouTube when I get the channel up and running on this. But um, long and short of it, you buy a, a decent inverter, none of the, the cheap Chinese orange ones that you see on eBay and stuff. Buy a decent one. Orange. Um, yeah, the orange all, all, is that prerequisite. All, <laughs> all of yeah, all of the cheap right. inverters on eBay are bright orange. All right, well, there you go. Like a metallic bright orange, just avoid them. Um, they're a copy of a, a very good one. Um, but yeah, the oh, is it a copy the, of Jackery? I can't, I can't remember. It's a, a copy of a a good one, like something like a Jurate or, or something like that. Is Exactly. Fine. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go on. Um, but essentially, those chargers need a constant 550 watts to them. So you probably want something like a, a 1200 watt um, consistent charger rather than a 1200 watt peak um, to give that power in a little bit, a little bit more. You don't want to be right on the, the cusp of burning it out. Uh, but if you get a decent one, they'll all be all be fused in there so you can't overheat or draw too much power. Um, you check your alternator is good. Essentially, you're just running a big wire from the battery, like you would a subwoofer, to an amp, um, but to an mm -hmm. inverter instead. And then, essentially, you earth the inverter as well. Somewhere on the chassis, plug your chargers in and go. There's a few bits you can put isolation switches in the carbon stuff like that, but that's the essential. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a car subwoofer, big wire from the battery to the inverter. As long as you've got a decent inverter, um, and then plug your chargers in or your kettle or whatever you whatever you need on the day, and go from there. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Um, it's... I think there's going to be a there's going to be a call for that at some point. I think I think there has to be. Um... I think it's going to be yeah. very handy yeah. with the like two and a half amps that charge super quick. To just have those in rotation for streamers and stuff. Them, they're my favourite. Two and a half. They're so light. Yeah. They're they're hundred quid. Yeah. Weigh nothing. Um, a lot of the cheaper, sorry, a lot of the like. All right, well, I don't know why I changed the word cheating. Uh, cheaper. Um, it balances them better. Like yes, the hedge trimmer. That's not the long handled one. The, <laughs> all the technical tonight. Um, the <laughs> um, the the short one. It balances a lot better. You got the five amp one. I always feel like it was dragging it. Down yeah, a little bit, pulling it down. Um, yeah, and they just I know they burn out a bit quicker, and you know, you've got yeah, but if you, full if you think them about it, and, if you've got but the weight is just incredible. It's it, cutting a hedge is like buttering a piece of toast, it's um, yeah, it, it's 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 awesome. Um, but so I am a massive think, advocate. You, you've got a strimmer with a, a two and a half amp about amp hour battery. How long is that going to last? Probably. <laughs> 40 minutes, if that. It's going to... How many cuts? What, a strip? Do? Yeah. Two or three properties? Oh, two and a half? Nah. Nah, I can do... 
I can stretch that for a couple of hours. So there you go. A couple of hours. Brush cutting. Yeah. Yeah. But a couple of hours, you've got two more two and a half amp batteries. You're yeah. using two strimmers or one strimmer on charge while you're moving from property mm-hmm. to property. What's your average drive time? Five, ten minutes? Nah, two, three. Two, three minutes. Even that takes yeah. half an hour to charge those batteries. That's ten properties. If you can stretch that battery out, you've got two on the go. You just come, mm. got constant power almost. Um, sorry, the battery, is it coming from the 12-volt car lead-acid battery? You want yes, to have a leisure? No, you, you can set it up with a split-charge system, which then is, is probably a better idea for somebody who is getting it installed rather than doing it themselves, because what that then yeah. does is charges, you alternate charges your 12-volt battery and <laughs> the leisure batteries, then you're taking power from the leisure, mm-hmm. leisure batteries, but you can still run when those when the van's off. Interesting. If that makes sense, you can run a split charge system in it as well. It's it's right. what a lot of the we'll do an, like let's, let's do a full home. episode on this. Yeah, let's do a full episode on this because I think yeah. that's actually quite useful information for, for for me, if nothing else. Just ironic, really. Years years and years of working in the um, <laughs> the what is it? The UK's largest automotive retailer. Yeah. Um, but actually, to be fair, I'd be perfectly savvy enough to... It's just crocodile clips, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's just crocodile clips. Um, right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the hour, um, few minutes of us um, rambling and just having a general chat. I certainly have, and um, I'm sure I'm sure Mike has as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening as always, guys, and we shall see you in the next one. See you later. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. If you would like to share your grassroots story, then please be sure to email us at thegrassrootspodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you and hopefully get you a scheduled slot. We'd love to hear your story. Alternatively, if you've enjoyed today's show, then we really would appreciate a well-worded five-star review on whichever platform you've tuned in from. Thank you very much. Catch you in the next one.